Let me tell you a story about my oldest son. He's 18 years old. Now, when he was 12, he was uh, evangelizing a group of boys. Uh, all of them, as we say in the States, people of color, mainly Hispanic, African-American. Um, he was receiving a lot of pushback. He's always been really passionate about evangelism. I guess he was 13 at this time. Um, we didn't know it, but every day after school, he was getting jumped and beat up for sharing his faith. One day they jumped him, knocked him out, left him unconscious, laying in the middle of a four-lane road. He could have been killed. And um, when we went to get him and, you know, clean him up, took him home, made, you know, to, had, had him checked out, make sure he was okay, we were talking to him and I said, son, you know, you, you know if you want to back off, if you want to take a break, if you want to, and he told me, he goes, dad, that's not how we do things. It's not how I've seen you do things. It's not how I see mom do things. And I looked at him and I said, well, it's okay to pull away for a while. Jesus even pulled away for a while. My son went after every one of those boys until every one of them accepted Christ. And they're in our church to this day. And the thing of it is, is I stood back later and honestly, I was terrified for him. I didn't want to see him do that because I didn't want to see what would happen. I mean, these were some big kids, you know, and some of them were really, I mean, very dangerous kids and their parents were addicts and everything else. And it was, it was, it was, could have put them in serious danger. That happened two times to my son. It only sealed up for him even more to stay committed to it. Now, had I known that, of course, I would have done everything in my power to stop that. But when you talk to him today, he just says, look, this is what I knew. This is what I watched, you know, my parents do. This is how I watched them sacrifice. And so their willingness to step out, you know, I didn't realize that my kids were following me in that. I was hoping more my church would, you know, maybe the kids when they're a little bit older and can make uh, clear decisions for themselves. But to this day, I mean, my son and, and a guy in our church who's a cage fighter are the, are the, they're, they're the biggest evangelists in our church. And they wouldn't trade it for anything. So the risk is there. But if you had asked my son, he's like, oh, the risk is worth it. I've seen the hand of God. I've seen God transform lives of people that were threatening me, you know, threatening to kill me. And he's seen them completely turned around. And because of that, he's addicted to it. You know, his plan is to plant in a Muslim country. And he's completely resolved with, with and there's no deterring him whatsoever. So yeah, I mean, it's there, but we walk it out. We, that starts with, we take them out, my wife walking with the buggy down the street, and we're walking around praying for people. And so they've just seen it modeled. My seven-year-old autistic son gets notes written home from school. Please tell him to stop praying for people and kids getting healed. We're having complaints. And he doesn't know how to turn it off. He's autistic, that's all he knows, you know, but he sees it all the time. He goes in the restaurant, runs up and prays for people in the middle of the restaurant, and sees him healed, sees him touched. He's seven years old and he's autistic, <laughs> but he doesn't know any different, you know.